The Nerd and Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, with the five-day forecast, The Weather Wizard, and Casey Jones on Sports. Hey everybody, and welcome to The Week in Geek on the Nerd and Me Podcast. I'm Jonathan, and Alan's not here. He's in the deepest, darkest jungles of South America searching for a golden fertility idol. So helping me out today is Pete from the Fat Guys in Little Coats, comma, Enter the Nerd Zone, comma, Conversations with Jason and Pete podcast. Comma. So, <laughs> so Pete, I want to say, uh, first of all, thank you for uh, helping me out this week. We pre- I appreciate it. Oh, no worries. All right, let's just get to our stories. Sounds good. All right. So, Pete, I guess the big news is that Marvel and Sony, or Disney, I guess, and Sony, have come to an impasse with the Spider-Man movie. I guess because Spider-Man 2, Far From Home, was the last movie in their deal, their five-picture deal. They were trying to renegotiate it. Disney wanted to keep it the same, but Sony wanted a little bit more profit sharing on their part. And they couldn't reach a deal, so they... um, yeah, they, I guess they broke up for lack of a better term. Yeah. So the next Spider-Man movie is going to be produced and made um, completely by Sony. Uh, thoughts? Well, what's that? What's that mean for Tom Holland? Huh? I don't know. It's a good question. I think he signed to do more. So I would. I don't know if. I don't know if I want Tom Holland to be Spider-Man if it's just going to be in the Sony Spider-Man universe. You know what I mean? Yeah, but what happens now with that whole? Uh, you know, the cliffhanger that they leave us with at the end of the last movie. The- I, I, I don't know, because this presents the problem of them. He's ensconced in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, Tony Stark was his mentor. He's got a Tony Stark, you know, built suit. You know, Happy was dating his his uh, his aunt. All these things can't be used in, in, in the Sony Universe. Nothing Avengers related, nothing... Tony Stark related. Uh, all he has, all they have the rights to, is the Spider-Man stuff. Now, Sony still has Venom, right? Yeah. So you think that might be leading into that? Well, I'm sure that's probably what they're thinking. I think with the success of uh, Venom and then Enter the Spider-Verse, which was a Sony movie, they're feeling pretty confident that they can do a good Spider-Man movie. That seems really confident. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know how you can pull them out of the Marvel. Universe, like I don't know that he can even bring up, you know, being snapped away and stuff like that. Yeah, that breaks the whole timeline too, right? It breaks a lot of things. Like yeah. he's in, he's basically a different universe. This is horrible news. Yeah, it's pretty bad, especially since uh, I'm enjoying Tom Holland the Spider Man. Yeah, I think he's doing a great job compared to the others. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, some of the articles are saying that they're still, you know, they can still come up, they can still uh, reach a deal, but I don't know. Seems pretty definite the way they were talking about it. Well, that one article I was reading, it was saying that uh, it was kind of like they're they're making a satire out of it. That uh, like it was a big divorce, and Tom Holland comes out with a with a teddy bear being dragged by Sony, saying he has to go live with them. <laughs> yeah, I just kept I just kept thinking of the scene from Infinity War when he starts disappearing and he like he's saying to Tony, "I don't want to go." That's <laughs> right, exactly. I don't want to go. <laughs> Tony, I don't want to go to Sony. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I don't know what it means for the future. I mean, you got any thoughts of what it, what it might mean? 
unless they, you know, I don't, I honestly don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to fathom, like, not having Spider-Man there, but I think the bigger question is, it kind of like, like I said, it broke up this timeline that, how do you, like, write it out? Yeah, I don't, I, it's, it's a great idea. I don't, I don't know, great question. I mean, I don't know what to do. Um, unless they, they literally transform to another dimension Probably or whatever say. universe. Can they call him, like, you know, Bug Man instead or something? I don't know. Well, he, he can keep the name. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's it's a shame because, you know, it's funny because I think going forward we're probably going to see heroes from the Sonys coming over at some point, I would think. So I, it's going to be an interesting storyline going forward. Well, that would that would require a deal from Sony and Marvel again to bring them so Sony, so so Sony has Spider-Man, all his rogues gallery, pretty much. So they're so Marvel can't use any of them. Marvel can't use, you know, like Venom or anything like that. Now I haven't read up a lot on it, but wasn't Sony getting rid of the, getting out of the business of superheroes? I don't know. I didn't see that anywhere um, because they did do Venom, and Venom was successful. Yeah, it was a good. I mean, it was a it was good Venom. I mean, obviously it was better than. The other venom they had in their last movie, but I don't know. I just it, this is like a weird time for this to happen. Well, yeah, it's, it's just it, it doesn't make sense. And I think the thing is, people don't know what Sony has planned. So you know, I guess if they if they ended it, you know, the way they did without you know Peter Parker is is Spider Man. That whole scene it might have been a little bit different, but this really changes a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's I think that's why people. I mean, first of all, Twitter and all that stuff. People are going nuts. Which, yeah, you know, I'm a huge Marvel movie fan. Well, Spider Man's one of your favorite guys. Yeah, and I'm not going nuts, but uh, I think that's that's why people are just like, you know, what's this mean? What's it? What's it, what's going to happen? So I guess we will have to wait and see. More airtime for Captain Marvel. Anyway. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to go on that tangent. <laughs> All right, so I guess we'll just have to do a wait and see with um, yeah. with that. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, so the, the next big story of the week, it's rumored, nothing's been confirmed, but it hasn't been denied, that Disney Plus and Ewan McGregor are getting together to do an Obi-Wan series, um, much like The Mandalorian, much like all the different um, Avenger-type movies that are going to... Uh, limited series that got, are going to be on the Disney Plus channel. I don't know about you, but I'm like, Uber excited about this. I've been, I've been asking for a Ewan McGregor Obi Wan movie, but I'd rather take eight hours over a two, you know, eight hour series over two hour. Absolutely, so, and I uh, think that's if we're, if you agree with me or not. I mean, Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan was probably the best thing of the the first three prequels. You know, I mean, he's probably the best thing that happened. I think he did a great job being Obi Wan. Oh yeah, he was a great Obi Wan. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. He definitely stands out in those three movies. You know, you know the dialogue was kind of hokey, and some of the acting was not so great. But even with bad dialogue, Obi Wan, uh, Ewan McGregor did a good job with Obi Wan. Yeah, Obi Wan. I don't think that was his fault, though. I think he did the best he could. I think he was the star of the show. I mean, honestly. Yeah, I think so too. I think he he definitely shines in those three movies. But I'm super excited about it. Um, Last we saw him, he was he took Luke to uh, Uncle Owen in Amperu, and he's just been chilling on Tatooine. Now, Marvel has the comic book 
rights to the current Star Wars iteration, and they've been putting out uh, Star Wars comics for a few years now, and they've had uh, one or two stories focused around Obi-Wan on Tatooine, and um, and then he appeared in one episode of the Clone, not the Clone, sorry, Star Wars Rebels, having a last battle with Darth Maul, who had been in Star Wars Clone Wars and Rebels. So, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of... They're, they're, they're keeping them around, at least, you know. Well, now what I was reading was that his the storyline could be, bet- well, it will be between episode three and episode four, like his his these eight hours of shows right, per se. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Again, I didn't watch a lot of the cartoon version, but and then they're also saying maybe will that uh, Ray Park will return as Darth Maul as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I know they did it on, I know they did it on what you call it on the cartoon. The final battle, but I don't care if they translate it to live action. No, right, absolutely, because they made so, Darth Maul have like metal legs or something, right? Spoiler alert. Yeah, he, he <laughs> you know he, he got cut in half, and then he was given like metal legs, and he became a crime lord, crime boss. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, if you have time to watch all the cartoons, go back and watch it. I'm um, I'm busy watching Dukes of Hazard right now. <laughs> For the eleven thousandth time. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So yes, yeah, so now we're looking at Disney Plus having what Mandalorian, Obi Wan. They announced a Cassian Andor series, plus all the Marvel series. I mean, this is ridiculous. This is just not going to be happy until they have every person watching their stuff. And just as a quick reminder, it's November, right, for Disney Plus? Uh, yeah. yeah. I believe November twelfth. Right, my birthday! Yay. It's gonna go for twelve, nope, six ninety nine, or six ninety nine a month, or twelve ninety nine for the Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu package. So you get two options. Oh, okay, that sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, all righty then. Pete, it is time for some quickies. Quickies. <laughs> uh, all right, Pete. Uh, box office report. Boop, 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 boop. My little box office. Is that your no, Is that your sound effect for that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll edit in post. No, I won't. Um, box office report. Again, number one movie was Good Boys, brought in $21.4 million over the weekend alone for a total of $25.7 million since release. Fast and Furious present Hobbs and Shaw, Pete, came in. Well, you saw, let's go back a second. I saw you saw Good Boys, right? Good Boys was fantastic. Yeah, that's what you guys Such I mean, a great movie. I mean, don't give away anything. No, no, yeah. but I mean, made by this, written by, at least written by Seth Rogen, I believe. Or at least involved in it, producing it. Super bad and uh, Sausage Party. I have to say, it was a fantastic movie. I loved it. The kids are great in it. Uh, don't bring your young young adults to it, or young kids to it. Uh, 17 and up, but very funny. <laughs> very funny. Better than Superbad or same or oh I you know what I think I liked it better than Superbad and I'm gonna it's gonna sound stupid but when I hear like twelve year olds cursing it's just funny <laughs> <laughs> so I, it was it was good yeah it depends who they're cursing at but okay oh no, um, it's just funny it's just funny <laughs> so good boys yeah so that actually knocked Fast and Furious just for the weekend uh, out of first place Hobbs and Shaw. It made fourteen point one million over the weekend for a global total of four hundred and forty million dollars since it came out. Uh, I saw Fast and Furious also, and uh, I think I talked about it. So why don't you, why don't you give us your quick ten second 
review on Fast and Furious? Fast and Furious was way over-embellished, some bad acting, but The Rock, so it makes money. <laughs> it's, <laughs> so, it's, it's, not, you know, it's not the same without Vin Diesel and obviously Paul Walker, but it was okay. Yeah, I know we saw the, uh, I can't remember which Fast and Furious we saw it together, where they were jumping through buildings and stuff, the yeah. cars. That was the and last we were one Paul Walker was in, yeah. Yeah, we were, we were both laughing our butts off because it was so ridiculous, the stunts. Oh, and um, it just got worse. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, Hobbs and Shaw, like I said, they defied physics. Doesn't yeah. make sense. But, yeah, I didn't I didn't enjoy myself as much with this movie as I did the last Fast of Furious. No, I, yeah, and again, I think Israel, what's his name? Jason. No, not Jason Strait, no. the, the bad guy. Idris Elba. Yeah, I thought he did a good job. He was funny. Yeah. Um, there were some quick lines in there, like all these other movies that The Rock's in. But, yeah, overall, it wasn't as good as the last one. I completely agree with you. Okay, but it still made four hundred forty million. I think it's the least grossing of them. Well, I guess since they got big, I don't know what the first like three movies did. But Ryan Reynolds was funny, though I will admit that. Yeah, yeah, the cameos were pretty good. Yeah. All right, and coming in third place, still wow, still in the top three, The Lion King made twelve point three million for a total global box office of one point four billion dollars. I haven't seen The Lion King yet. How about you? Billion dollars or million dollars? Billion. Yeah, I have, billion. they haven't gotten any of my money yet. No, I've not seen no. it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, I had no desire, I'll be honest. Now, on a, on a related movie note, I know you got the Regal, what are they calling it? Unlimited. Unlimited. You got the Regal Unlimited, yep. uh, which I had been waiting for, but I decided not to get it for various reasons. Uh, so it's been about two or three weeks. What do you think? No, so far, so good. I've only used it twice, which now that the kids are going back to school, I'd be used very much more and more. Um, I got the actual the Ultra package, so I can see whatever I want, whenever I want. Plus, it gave me some free popcorns and a bunch of other stuff. So, again, not having an, an AMC by me, Regal is my home home base. So, it was it's great. Great, oh, that's great, cool. great, yeah. So it's like twenty five dollars for the ultimate or whatever. Twenty one ninety nine. Oh really? Yeah. Maybe we'll do that one. I've been very happy with my AMC, but no. Yeah. Again, I would have AMC if it wasn't for not having one near me. But I think the Regal. I know I don't want to go off too off topic here, but the Regal is unlimited, so you could see as many movies as you want, as well as seeing as many as you want of the same movie. I mean, it'll come in handy in December when. We see Star Wars, but yeah, you know, so there's not many movies I'm seeing over and over again now. All right, besides cool. that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's our box office for the weekend. I don't know anything good opening up this weekend. Uh, well, Good Boys, uh, Good Boys opened this week. Oh, this weekend coming. Not that I, not that it's anything that it stands out. Um, oh yeah, what's coming out this weekend? One of the movies is a uh, hide and seek movie, the horror movie. I can't think of the name of it now. Oh man, Ready Set Go is that what it's called? It's where the the woman marries into the family. And oh, I, mean, I don't remember even seeing it. Hide and seek, hide and seek. That's what it's called. Oh, okay, hide and seek. Yeah, <laughs> so that's coming out this week, and then um, there's a couple of movies coming towards the end of the summer, but we'll deal with that in another day. <laughs> yeah, so this has uh, Angel has fallen. That's what's coming out. Oh, yeah, uh, that's supposed to be very good. There's a bunch of movies coming out that look fantastic, uh, but I still have some catching up to do with my Regal Unlimited. Yeah. 
All right. So that's our box office report. Quickies. I'm, I'm practicing now. <laughs> that sounded wonderful. <laughs> Pete, GameStop has laid off 14% of their... Uh, I'm going to say administrative staff, but I know that's the wrong word. Uh, it's not like the associates, not the retailers themselves, but they um, laid off 14% of the corporate associates at their headquarters. Um, this comes in the wake of a rumored half a billion dollar quarterly loss most recent quarter. What's, what's that, like three months? A quarter of that's three cr- months, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That's and I don't yeah. see why. I mean, I see people in GameStop every day. I, I don't know why either, but it's um, they said they're doing some. Uh, and last year, not last year, um, earlier in the month, fifty regional leaders were let go, and GameStop is calling it a realignment strategy. So they're doing a lot of um, restructuring there and then letting go of a lot of people. So I wonder, um, video gaming is it that people are video gaming less, or are they just? Downloading their games. And Everything's stuff from the getting internet. downloaded. Everything is direct to the, the PlayStation or Xbox. There's less to buy in the store. I mean, if have you, have you been in the GameStop lately? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't buy. You know, I buy the Funko Pops and they get exclusive. So that's my point. Most of the uh, store is pop culture, and video games are secondary. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's three shelves of games. Everything else is some type of pop culture pop or like a figure or some t-shirt it's it really is not a game stop anymore it's a pop culture stop it's mm, interesting I didn't know that I never put that together yeah and uh, you know I think a lot of it is these they're not making a big margin on these on these uh, this pop culture stuff that could be hitting their bottom line and the first person that gets hurt or the lower end people with these bottom line cuts. Right. And I mean, they're always, I go in there, like, I won't buy any pop culture stuff, like shirts or socks or anything, until clearance, because they eventually always go on clearance. Absolutely. And I guess I've gotten some cool things on clearance there. And just like you, you're ruining their uh, their employees. They're getting fired because of you. Uh, well, my wallet. Your wallet is at the end. <laughs> yeah, my wallet. My wallet is emotionless. So yeah, no, I hear you. But that's kind of, I think, where what's causing this, you know, re- reducing of staff. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah. So maybe they're going to refocus. This is doing a realignment. Maybe they're going to refocus on video games, on yeah. selling games. You know, there. And the thing is, too, there's so many. There is eight GameStops. Literally eight GameStops. Within a 10 mile, 10 mile radius of my house. Yeah, that's a little crazy. There's, there's a lot of GameStops, and we may see some of them close, to be honest. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Now, I don't know, they, they own ThinkGeek. Yes. Um, it doesn't say anything about ThinkGeek, because ThinkGeek is specifically pop culture stuff. Aren't they part of the uh, people that own uh, Box Lunch as well? No, that's Hot Topic. That's Hot Topic. Okay, that's right, yes. Hot yeah. Topic. I'm sorry. Which is um, not doing well either. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah. And um, in in Canada, I think GameStop is EB Games, so I don't know if, if it's all connected or like if or if it's just specifically the GameStop part. But you know, I don't play games anymore, so I wouldn't go there anyway to buy games. I don't think I'd go to Walmart or Target. Well, my son buys the games there; like he reserves them. Okay. The only plus side with that is that you can pay in increments until the game comes out. So. Oh, that's pretty cool. Where you can't do okay. that at Walmart or any of these other stores. Right. Yeah. 
right. Well, good luck, games. I hope these people rebound Absolutely. and get jobs again. All right, quick. I got it better. That was better. Okay. There you go. All right. So, uh, <laughs> so Matrix Four has been officially said to be a go. Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, and others have been apparently signed to do the next, the fourth movie. There's no date on date or time on the release, but it will be a new chapter of the Matrix uh, universe. All right, Pete, I got a question for you. Yeah. So the Matrix is 20 years old, 21 years old at this point. It came out in 98. Yeah. Do we need a Matrix for? If they say they eliminated two and three, maybe. <laughs> I think yeah. I think Keanu Reeves is a hot actor now, and maybe they everybody's doing these reboots and you know sequels and those type of things. I think they're just going with the times, thinking this is going to be successful. Uh, you know, I don't know if they need it. I just, uh, I, you know, as bad as two and three were, at least three have a, an ending. Yeah. But, you know, people see dollar signs, they want to do it. That's exactly what it's about. It's the dollar signs. Because guess what? You know, a million a million people are going to go see it on the first weekend. And there, there's $500 million right there for their movie, you know. So, some again, sometimes they just put movies out there to, you know, to make the money. I don't know. I, I'm going to give it a chance. Because I like Keanu Reeves, but uh, it's, I don't know. We'll see. I'll wait, I'll, I'll wait for the trailers. Yeah, we'll see <laughs> what the trailers do and then, then go from there. Yeah. But I'm just like, I'm not like, oh my God, Matrix 4, I can't wait. You know, I'm like, all right. I still have one of my movie uh, past things, one of my uh, A-list or Unlimited or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it'll be there for you to, uh, yeah. to see at that point in time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Quit. Pete. Marvel John. Comics. <laughs> Marvel Comics has been the past couple of days advertising a new superhero team. That's, I mean, they're really, really hyping this thing up. They, they, their first ad had them you know, like, you know, first they were the Avengers, then they were the X Men, then they were the Defenders. Now it's Doc Justice and the J Team. Okay. That is the name of what this team is called. I don't get it. I mean, you had Avengers, you had X-Men, you had Defenders, you had Thunderbolts, and now you have Doc Justice and the J-Team. It's all new heroes. Okay. And keeps, uh, there's no release date yet, but everyone, everyone's thinking it's coming out in November, is actually. It, it's a TV show? No, it's it's a new comic book. Oh, a new comic I'm sorry, comic book. You did say that. Sorry. Oh, wait, I have some breaking news, dude. Go ahead. It says here that Doc Justice and the J-Team are really going to be the runaways in disguise. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Now, that's funny. Did you ever see... Do you, uh, you didn't really leave a lot of comic books. Do you, um, the Thunderbolts were a... Spoiler alert for a 20-year-old comic book. <laughs> the Thunderbolts were a brand-new superhero team that debuted... And at the end of their first issue, it was revealed that they were all villains just wearing different costumes and using different names. So now it looks like they're kind of doing the same thing for Runaways. They're putting them in costumes and calling them Doc Justice and the J-Team. All right, this kind of kills my whole point of why I put it on the list. But, yeah, they're hyping the crap out of this thing. And I thought... I thought it was just a plan to sell a lot of comic, like number one issues, right? Because they were going to get people speculating on their first appearance, and because it said, "Be on the lookout for them 
be on the lookout for them in other Marvel books and yada yada yada. So, who's writing it? It is being written by Rainbow Rowell and artist Andreas Genolet or Genolet. Depends if you're French or not. <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's see. Uh, so it seems to me it's going to be an arc about from 25 to 30, I guess, or 24 to 30. All right, so that's interesting. I might take a look at it. I might have to look at it too when I go to, to the comic book store. <laughs> there you go. All right. All right. All right. It's. <laughs> that's just too fun. Sorry, I'm not doing justice to Alan. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> I love you, Alan. Uh, okay, so up, up, up next is um, they released, oh, they're going to release in the next next few days. Disney Plus, The Mandalorian, the trailer is coming out. Oh, do we have a day? It says August 23rd at the Walt Disney's D- D23 Expo okay. in, in Anaheim. So I know that's something that, uh, again, just like Obi-Wan, another uh, another offshoot from Star Wars. I have to admit, I don't know a lot about The Mandalorian. I know it's kind of like Boba Fett, right? Or Yeah, Boba nobody Fett? nobody knows a lot about it. It's... Uh... Boba Fett was from the planet Mandalore, and that, that armor is considered Mandalorian armor. Okay. So, and I think it takes place after Jedi. So, that's so, all we really know. So we don't. I mean, it's we obviously know that it's not going to be involving any of the characters from Star Wars. We don't think so, anyway. We don't. No, I don't think so. It's a, he's a brand new character. We've never seen him before in the Star Wars universe. Because Boba Fett's dead, right? As far as I know, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I forgot to ask you. Are you going to be getting Disney Plus? I will be getting Disney Plus. That's the one I will get because I want all this these shows like Obi Wan when it comes out, The Mandalorian, and then obviously Marvel oh, has Marvel. a bunch of offshoots coming out as well. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yep. All right, Mandalorian show. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. All right. Quick Sorry, my voice is going bye bye. Speaking of uh... quick hits. No. <laughs> Speaking of streaming services, Apple TV Plus has announced uh, their price point and when they will be launching. Apple TV Plus will cost $9.99 a month, and it will be launching November, same as Disney Plus, with a, but Disney Plus is $3 cheaper than Netflix, and then Apple, sorry, Apple TV Plus. It said dates, if, I don't know if I got this number right, they, they sunk like $5 billion into this thing. Wow. Apple TV Plus, and I can't name you one show that's going to be on it, <laughs> and it's coming out in November. I don't know. What is, what's your feeling with all these streaming? Is that obviously that's the way we're going now in in reality? Yeah, I don't I don't know what to do about it. It's just weird. It's very weird. Yeah. I think it's gonna it's not going to bode well for Netflix because as everybody gets specialized, they're going to be pulling their content off of Netflix. So. When Warner Brothers comes out, they're going to be pulling, you know, like their TV shows and their movies off. Disney's and Marvel are probably going to be pulling stuff off of Netflix if they haven't already. Um, but you talk about like like things like Friends and The Office; those are getting pulled off, and those are some of Netflix's biggest performers. Yeah, and my so daughter's friends. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. Because um, you're not going to get people buying all these services. That's just crazy talk. No, it's it's. I can't keep up with everything. That's why I, I've dropped pretty much everything other than Netflix. So you know, Disney Plus is, you know, special to me. So I and I don't have Apple. So I mean, I'm gonna kind of stick with what I know. 
Yeah, like I, I'm pretty sure I'm dropping Netflix, and I might do the the Hulu slash Disney Plus combo for twelve ninety nine. Yeah, because Hulu's got some shows I don't like. Now you but have that, the DC one too, right? I have the DC one. I'm letting that go. I paid a year in advance for that, and that that that's up. I'm letting it go. Um, and then don't forget Amazon Prime. Yeah, I don't have that. I have that. I there's, have that. There's a lot of a uh, you know, and, and and the thing is, a lot of these streamers have one, two, or maybe three really good programs on them. So it doesn't warrant, and they come out. You know, since most of them drop everything all at once, it's not even like incentive to keep them for months at a time. Like, uh, like for example, uh, Netflix just put out Mindhunter, and I just watched it for the weekend. So I could drop Netflix until next next August or whenever they put it out again. Just pay for a month to watch that show. Cool. Understood. I've never seen it. I heard it's really good. It's it's it's, it's really good. It's two seasons, so you should okay. catch up. I have a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> yeah, I can't seem All to right, do it. So, <laughs> Apple TV nine ninety nine starting in November. Awesome. Quick hit. <laughs> Bond twenty five title has been released, and the release date's been released when it was revealed in the new trailer. So uh, Daniel Craig will return for the last time as James Bond, shaken not stirred. The movie is expected to be dropped in the theater in UK April 3rd, 2020, and the United States April 8th, 2020. So I'm excited. What's the uh, it's called uh, No Time to Die. Oh, okay. Which I, I love the Bond movies. Um, there's a couple in there that I don't like, but I do like Daniel Craig as Bond. And I'm excited to see this movie. Yeah, I'm going to see it. I'm not going nuts over it because I'm not a Bond person. Right, you've never been a Bond movie No, guy. I do like Daniel Craig, though. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of how many Bond movies I've seen besides the Daniel Craig ones. I saw the one... What was the one that, uh, what's her name, was in? Grace Jones was in? Oh, a View to a Kill? That's... I think, yeah. yeah, A View yeah. to a Kill. Yeah, I saw that one. Moonraker I might have seen? I don't remember. I have to say my favorite Bond is... It's not Daniel Craig, it is uh, Sean Connery, but, you know, Daniel Craig does do the, the name justice. And yeah. it'll be interesting yeah. to see who's going to be the next one after that. Uh, yeah, well, there's going to be, isn't there going to be a female 007? I believe so, yes. Yeah. All right. All right, so, uh, yeah, I'll see it. And um, they didn't release a trailer for a movie, did they? Or did they just... It says there, I haven't seen the trailer, but it says it, it, it has been released. So oh, okay. I have not seen it yet, though. Have to look for it. All right. <laughs> Pete, Spider-Man Far From Home is going to be, I don't know I don't know why I'm going to say re-release because it's still in tears. But starting August 29th, it will be shown with four extra minutes, a deleted scene, basically. Four-minute deleted scene, action scene. Why is Sony doing it? Money? I yeah, guess. Money. I don't I know. I guess maybe uh, because uh, they're getting they're losing. Well, it seems like they're, this is something Marvel's going to start doing now going forward because they yeah. did it with Endgame and now they're doing it with Far From Home. So this may be a, a new trend. Something well, they better be careful because they're going to alienate people, you know, because at some point people are like, why don't you just put the movie on the screen that you want the first time? Right. You know, so we'll see. It only worked for Endgame because people loved Endgame. I don't know that Star Wars or I'm sorry, Spider-Man's going to make a lot more money. With the uh, with the new action sequence, I have to be honest. I wasn't. I didn't go see the the end game with all the extra scenes because pretty much they all appeared in the in the Spider Man movie uh, in the last movie yeah. that they did. Well, the thing is, I they did that 
Well, the assumption is they did it because they wanted to break Avatar's record. You know, they needed a little push to break Avatar's record. Which I didn't think was great either. Avatar was awful, I thought. But, yeah, I thought so. Um, so they did it. So it doesn't make sense why they're doing it for Spider-Man, though. But whatever. I don't know. I mean, it's like you said, it could be a good thing or more like a bad thing. I mean, I'm not going to go... As much as I love Spider-Man, I'm not going to go and see the extra scenes. Because mm. and that's what I find funny, because you put it on the DVD, if not in the day, it's all going to be on the internet as it is. That is true. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they they have more faith in the humans than we do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. If it's gonna, I mean, if someone like you and me who loves these movies isn't going to go see it again. Yeah. You think the casual person is going to go back and see it? Exactly. I mean, the only thing is it could be something that I haven't seen it yet, so let me go see it type of thing. Right. Yeah. All right. Quit. <laughs> All right. You're right there. <laughs> okay. All right. Kevin Smith is doing, he'll be the showrunner of a Netflix Masters of the Universe show called Revelations, which is to continue the saga from the 1980-whatever he-Man Masters of the Universe TV show that you and I watched growing up. Yes, that was a great show. Kevin Smith running it. I just feel like it's going to be more adult teen, and it's going to be a lot of toilet humor. Probably. Well, it's a cartoon, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's a cartoon. Yeah, as long as Nicholas Cage doesn't show up in a Superman uniform, we'll be all good. No, I think it's going to be, like you said, it's going to be. It's not going to be Jay and Silent Bob, but it will be probably a little bit more, you know, adult-driven. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I mean... I don't like when they mess things with things that are, you know, from the 80s. I mean, I know you and Al do a ton. That's obviously what, you know, the show's about, uh, 80s. And it's sometimes they just they don't do it right. You know, it's just not done right. And I worry about this. Yeah, I'm a little concerned about this, too. I don't know if Kevin Smith was the right choice for this, to be honest with you. Uh, I mean, he's got a lot of power, doesn't he? I mean, he's. In the in the com not, not in the comic book world per se, but I mean the guy gets whatever he wants and does it for the most part. Well, he's got a lot of clout. Um, he's worshipped by a lot of the geek culture, not by me, but he's no. worshipped. I mean, I'm interested to see who they get to do the voices for these these characters, these great yeah. characters that they they put out there. That you know, I loved watching. I used to go come home from school, sit down and get crackers and. Sit down and watch He-Man. Yeah. And play with the characters, you know? Yeah, I, I watched it too, and I had, I think I had the first wave. I didn't buy too much. I did have Castle Grayskull. I did have Castle Grayskull too, yes. Yeah. But I All still right. like well, Dolph Lundgren as uh, He-Man. He should just re, uh, uh, reprise his, his role as the voice. <laughs> uh, that movie's on Tubi, T-U-B-I, which is a free service. Oh, cool. So if you want to watch Master, yeah, you can watch it. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, I guess we'll see. There's, there's no release. There's, you probably do. There's no release date or anything like that. So uh, time will tell what happens. All right, quick hit. Quick hits. <laughs> and I'm going to bundle these two. Finally, Pete. Yes. Disney's D23 Expos this weekend in Anaheim, California. It starts Friday and Sunday. Marvel will have a panel there. Uh, expect them to expand upon the Disney Plus service and some of the TV shows. I don't think they'll go too far deep into any other movies except maybe Black Widow. Maybe we'll see a Black Widow trailer debut because it is coming out in May, I think, of next year. We've seen nothing yet. 
I thought it sounded I like it was so. something that would be or March. March. I, I was going to say, is, yeah. I think that's like a March move. It might be. So at the very least, we'll get more news about like Widow. Hopefully we get a trailer, but I don't know. And of course, there'll be Star Wars news will probably come out. Probably more stuff about the Mandalorian, and maybe they'll even announce officially the Obi Wan series, which would be awesome. Yeah. Um, and what, uh, you think they'll on, do something about the movie that's coming out? Uh, oh yeah, probably. Yeah. Maybe a new trailer. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I, I'm, December, I'm pretty so. happy about what I'm, what I'm reading and seeing about this this last movie too. So hopefully D D23 really gives us a little bit more in depth. Not you know yeah. not not spoilers, but you know what I mean. Right. Yeah, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. All right. Uh, and and they're also announcing, well, they already announced that they're going to reissue the Star Wars movies on Blu-ray cool. uh, on September 22nd. But there's a rumor that they're going to put it out, I don't know, alongside or just, I don't know, as extras, the original, original, original movies, meaning no special editions or anything like I have that on VHS. Do you still have it on VHS? Still on VHS, and I have a VH uh, recorder in my house too, so I can watch it if I want to. I have them unopened on DVD. Yeah, I mean, that's again. I mean, it's obviously money, but you know, I think I have ten versions of Star Wars on DVD, (laughs) and I'm the suck guys. Keep keep buying them. (laughs) Well, I have it on Blu-ray. I have it at least twice on DVD. I and really, I had him once. I had him once on VHS, and to my cousin, he claims he doesn't know what happened to him. Uh, he knows where they are. He knows where they are. He knows exactly. Is this the BK man or what? Is this the one doing that? Um, no, no, no. That's uh, <laughs> other side of the family. Um, I do. I'm hoping that they put it in a 4K version because I plan on getting 4K DVD and oh maybe yeah and, and see that because obviously that's the that's the past now. Now everything's on. They got like 8K, but. You know, nothing's even written in that. But I want to see, honest, the big. I like watching the Star Wars movies at home. I really do. And, and seeing it, watching on the TV, I, I'm going to be a sucker and end up buying them again too. So, it, what, if it's just the originals on regular Blu-ray, you would buy them? Yeah, I would because I don't have it on the originals yeah. on Blu-ray. I would too. Yeah. I would too. <laughs> <laughs> um. Disney, here's my money. Cha ching. Right, right. They should just garnish our paychecks at this That's point. Right. You know? Just take it out of my paycheck, Disney Plus. <laughs> All right. Well, Pete, I want to thank you for joining me and helping me out this week. Well, and thank um, you. You know, uh, you and cousin Kevin and, and maybe Jay, your entertainment partner, will be helping me with uh, the weekend geek as long as Alan is. In the halls of academia, trying to uh, get himself another degree. I, I don't know. I think he's. I think he's not doing. It. I think he's because he's a doctor. He wants to be like Indiana Jones, and he's out traveling the world. <laughs> well, no, he's not a doctor yet. That's I know. He's working on so. We'll see. We'll call him Doctor Jones. All right. <laughs> so thus ends quick hits, and thus ends another episode of the week in geek. <laughs>